All right. Hello. Good morning, everyone out there who are watching us right now. I'm Dr. Miriam Smith, the host for Empowering New Nurses. And I'm excited that you are here and you are here. But right now, I'm truly, truly excited because even more excited, if we should say it that way, because I have with me here a special guest, a special guest. All I'll tell you a little about her, she's going to elaborate more on because she has so much to offer. She is none other than Dr. Dolores McGregor. Now, I've known her for a while, but I let her talk a little more about that for herself. I'm excited. Dr. McGregor, welcome to the Empire New Nurses Show. I'm excited you are here. And thanks for taking time out to be on this platform this morning. Thank How you, Dr. Smith, for having me. You're welcome. Our young here. nurses need to hear your voice. Our young nurses need to hear some of your experiences as a, I would say, a baby boomer. I am one of them. Absolutely. And I remember when we were doing our master's, we were there with the APA. We struggled together, and many of us. And now God has been good to us. Wouldn't you say wonderful. that? Wonderful. Great. It's been wonderful. Great. You're looking so beautiful over there. And Thank you. You too. I'm excited to have you here on this platform. Dr. McGregor, would you mind telling us a little about yourself? Well, thanks again for having me. The pleasure is mine, just um, sharing and hoping that whatever I do or say today will impact the young nurses. Great, uh, great. Your time. Well, a little bit about myself. I was uh, start my training in Jamaica, West Indies many wow. years ago and then immigrated to the United States. And as Dr. Smith mentioned, we met at Mercy College where we did our uh, actually, I did my bachelor's and master's degree in, in um, nursing. And later on, I did my doctoral program in at Pace University in Pleasantville. Great, great, great. Well, yeah. since you've said that, I'm going to tell you that I'm also from Jamaica, West Indies. Oh. I, went, I oh. went to West Indies College then, but now Northern Caribbean. And um, I was like the fourth batch. So now they have graduated many, many students. But in my batch, I think it was nine, nine of us and we had one male. So we were like babies. We were we were just, you know, we were toddlers at the time. But now yes. the school has grown so much. And then I was migrated here. I was recruited here as a, uh, as a critical care nurse. I also did critical care at the University of the West Indies where you were trained. Yes. Um, it's just exciting that we meet again you know, reconnect and in the positive way, thank God. And so today I, I can say with you that I had my doctoral degree in in nursing, but I gained mine from the uh, Chamberlain University. And that has to do with um, in, in system leadership, system okay. leadership. You know, awesome, um, awesome. Leadership. That's the thing about nursing. We have so many different paths to take. Yes, and, um, yeah. As you you know, that it's one of the best professions to be in, not only because of the different path, but because we're dealing with people at their most vulnerable moments. Exactly. For us to impact them and to empower them and to help them to heal to, exactly. to a level of health that, that is um expected. It, it's a great, great, great profession. Great profession. And therefore, you would elaborate a little bit on why communication in nursing is so important. 
Why is it so important? Communication. Oh, that's a foundation. Um, it's so important because like I said, we're dealing with people's lives exactly. and um, interdisciplinary teams um, that we have to connect with, not only with the patients and family, but also with other members of the healthcare team. So it's very, very critical for us to be able to communicate, understand each other, have that com common language, so that um, at the end of the day, the patient's safety and is, is um, well impacted, as well as the best outcome for the clients. Great, great. I like how you say that, because you remember in our time, early in our time days, we were, we gave care, but we, and we gave quality care, but now it's so scientific, it was scientific based and art and all of that together. But now so many researches are done like in your area to ensure that I'm the DNP person, I'm gonna more clinical person, I'm ensuring that what have been scientifically empirical proven, then mm -hmm. we would make sure, we would ensure that our patients receive scientific, mm -hmm. the best care, they call yeah. it evidence-based care, yeah. the quality yeah. care that is research. Because sometimes back in then we would, for example, even IVs, we would change them so often. Well, it had been said that that's not really needed. There's a more time allowed, you know, but right. now it has been proven. So what we're doing, we're not just doing like trial and error, but we're doing it because it has been proven to for the best results. The As best. you imply, um, nursing is not just, an art, it's also a science. Exactly. So evidence-based practice is where we are now. Yes. And this is, again, it's for the betterment of the population at large. Yes. Because we need to know that whatever we do, whatever is implemented in whatever way, will have a positive outcome. Exactly. Thank you. Now, you have played many roles, and I know that for sure. Tell me about you, you being a preceptor, an instructor, or an educator. I know you have done the practical part. You have you have been in academia. You also have been in um in clinical setting, clinical practice. Tell me any experience you have had that really got home to you. Maybe you want to say something about the COVID, whatever, whatever you choose to say, just to inspire our young nurses. Okay, well, I will start with my journey um into great, education. Great, great. My journey begins just as a nurse, as a bedside nurse, but then precepting others other new nurses who came on board and I'm precepting. The more I do that, I realize the need to share my knowledge and to ensure that um, we're on the same page in terms of experience, um, in terms of knowledge, because we have to have that knowledge in order to implement whatever um, regimen there is to be implemented. So it started with precepting and I realized how much I love that. And so I, transition into education. I did my master's, as you know, and then um, I started nursing education while at the bedside. So I could see both sides. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then as I transitioned, as the journey continued, I did um, clinical um, experiences with the new students, the new nurses. And now I'm doing both lecture and clinical, you know, as an adjunct professor. And it's most inspiring. And the gratification is grooming others so they can impact other lives. So it's like passing on the baton. Great, great. Exactly what we're that. doing. I love that. I love that. The fact that you have had 
that type of experience clinically. You brought it from the West Indies to America. Absolutely. You, know, you just um, share and we build and we learn because I know you are a lifelong learner like myself mm -hmm. and we can't keep still. Sometimes individuals are saying, you're studying again? You studied <laughs> it. I know you have heard that those statements all the time. All the time. But we just have to keep going. And the fact that our, our, our new nurses, the onboarding new nurses, and see where they started, and you have been a part of their lives to help the, groom them to become, I mean, they started like a novice. Of course, we all started there. And mm -hmm. then go through the stages until they become expert and then proficient. That you can be left alone and you're able to, new, you can help to share that knowledge or pass that knowledge on to others. You know, paying it forward, helping yes. others to know yes. what you know. And be, be, be generous with it. You know, share it. Because this is what it's all about. As we share, others learn, and the world gets better. You know, we can't be selfish with that. So that's great. Thank you so much for sharing that. Oh, it's my pleasure. Now, tell me something about what was your COVID experience in a minute or two. Tell me what your COVID experience was like. Well, that was a very, very, very unique experience, as we all know. Mm -hmm. It was yes. something that no one has ever experienced before. Right. And so I, during that time, was a nurse educator, um, professional development educator at, at a city hospital in New York. Mm -hmm. And... Um, we had to change role instantly. And um, had it not been for the background and the experience, I could not have switched roles. And that's how important it is to be grounded in whatever you do, having that experience and that knowledge base. So during COVID, I switched to bedside and um, we helped out the bedside nurses because it was very overwhelming um, mm -hmm. to say the least. And so uh, it, it was just gearing up in another in the setting that you've been through before. Exactly. And having that had that experience helped me to go through that COVID um, experience um, to really experience again death and the dying, you know, and, and that's something that the new nurses, oftentimes their first experiences also um, become overwhelming for them and, and sometimes devastating. But during COVID, I was there at the bedside to encourage the new nurses and to strengthen one another in the process of death and dying, because that's exactly what it was, having that real experience. And I know you haven't done that. You haven't done the death. It's as preparing that. You remember the days when we were in training, We what we had to have, the preparation that we did. I've noticed there are some changes here, but in terms of how we had to fix our the, the patients who were dying or the mm -hmm. care for the dead, you know, right. it, it was our whole preparation was different, I would say. And and, and de just dealing with the, the, the family, you know, you're having that emotion dealing with the client. But when the family comes and when they could come and then having to deal with them via Zoom to, to explain to them what's happening to their loved ones, the loved ones that they can't come in to see, yeah, that was emotional uh, for a lot of us. Really, yeah. really painful. And yeah. the at the same time, you might have known somebody or some of your family member have passed also, and you're going through your inner personal hurting and pain and emotion, and yet you had to be there helping. And as you said, switch role. I remember um, taking off my lab coat, some of my colleagues and myself, and we were there. We were there in the ICU. We were clean. We are doing just everything. We were um, doing all the, the prone 
proning. <laughs> we're doing the proning. We're helping. We're having the long tubes sent into the patient with the propofol. All of those stuff. We were cleaning ventilators and for one patient to get onto mm -hmm. because we just had to do it. We and, had at the, and at the same time, and at the same time, we have the travelers who, who we, at the same time, you're helping them to 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 really orient orient to the area to, to the area yeah. and, and and to the culture of of that institution. So it was overwhelming on both sides. On both sides. And then in my experience, we had um, individuals who were coming on who had a, a different mindset and they were, you know, they came in with some attitudes and we had to deal with that too. And it, it was just, it was just one of a kind type of experience. Mm -hmm. And we hope it won't recur. <laughs> you know, we hope it won't oh, recur. Nice. But thanks for sharing that. Thanks truly for sharing that. Now, I know you have, had experience i want to say thanks publicly for your um testimonial in my book you know uh, nurse nurse thank you for, for for sharing that knowledge you know it's very helpful and you know um delores it's over 40 years <laughs> experience in a nutshell pieces yes. put together but there are areas in here where i said oh i know that that's a problem area and if you're helping somebody you where that problem is you're gonna zero on the problem and you're gonna get solution put some solution to for this problem to be resolved and so i've seen where there were a time when communication was a problem because if we don't communicate if we don't listen to our patients if we don't communicate between, as you mentioned before, the interprofessional team and uh, among nurses ourselves, there can be adversity, there can be problems, there can be errors, which could be avoided if communication was clear, timely, and efficient, right? Effective Absolutely. communication. So that's so important. And I saw there's an area that I zeroed in on. And it's interesting. Some hospitals, they do have residency programs, right? Mm -hmm. The hospital where I worked last, they had a residency program. And um, I had to teach uh, with in combination with another um, infection prevention um, consultant. Uh, we did um, infection prevention. And one of the things, hand washing, hand washing is such a key to the prevention of so mm -hmm. of diseases. That's number one. You must do that. And not just us, the nurses or the healthcare providers, the families too. And the patients themselves. So important. Everybody should know how important it is to wash their hands, right? And so there was a there was a um a video that that we watched. We had to let this the um the students, I would say, the the um orientees at that time watch. And it was one chain, break the chain. I don't know if you have seen that one, but break I've seen the that chain. years ago. Yeah tell you it was it was it illuminated it pushed your mind it opened your mind it, all of that stuff because wow can one thing happen like this mm -hmm. yes and it affects so many and cause can break cause hospitals to be closed as a result of that not just the unit but if it, it, it gets really goes all over the place you know spread all over mm -hmm. it can cause that to happen so hand washing that's one of the questions in here you know the yes. most common um you would say healthcare associated um infection 
that can be fit. Hand washing is the key. But I would encourage anyone, not just nurses, just to go on online and maybe look up YouTube where it says um, infection prevention, break the chain. And you would see for yourself, oh man, when you don't wash your hand, whether visitor, friends, doctor, whoever, and you visit those places. So it's important. And that's why I've taught my little grandson how to wash his hand too. And he knows, he knows how to wash it and wait. Earlier the better. <laughs> Earlier the better. Earlier the better. So is there any part in this book that you have read that I know you gave a testimony, but what would you encourage our young people, our young nurses in particular? You know, any area that what, you know. What I know, as you mentioned, nurses, some the new nurses oftentimes are afraid. They're afraid when they come into the, the, the real setting because during COVID, uh, a lot of the schools went to simulation, virtual simulations, mm -hmm. and not having that initial hands-on with the clients, um, they come into the, the clinical setting and they're afraid, and and not only afraid to really touch the patient, but communication, as you mentioned in the book, and that's a vital because that's where it begins. Yeah. So, and I also like the part where you encourage them to ask questions. Because when they're afraid, they're timid, they might not necessarily want to ask the um, appropriate questions. So in the book, you encourage them to seek out, to ask questions. And that is very powerful in, 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 in my mind to know that um, once they ask questions, then you, the more senior nurses, get that opportunity to know where they are and to, to really impact them and to empower them. Um, to go forward and be safe um, practitioners. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yes, as, as we're coming to the end of the, our little discourse this morning, I just want to say I'm so blessed to have you as a, a professor, a doctor, an educator, a nurse. You know, the underlying word is nurse. And, yes. <laughs> um, at my book um, show, uh, what you would say, signing last week, the, the person who was in charge was who questioned me about the nurse. It was like an acronym and she threw some questions at me and I had to answer within rapid, a rapid time frame. Well, they said I did well, but this I had no idea of what he was going to say. I mean, ask me right there, but it, it was rapid. But I was able to put words in for nurse, you know, nurse. Yeah. I mean, urgency, resilience. I, I said something like that. S was su suffering or depends on what you want. But, and E, I, I remember saying encounter because we encounter all sorts of situations, circumstances and people and patients, you yes. know. So so that that to me, it it, it has given me a different um, um, area or angle to which I should look at this. And the thought never came to me before. So you see, one helped the other and one stimulated okay. another part of our brain. So today, as we're about to leave, I just want to say, I went to a, a, a university yesterday, but it was so interesting, I passed by. And while I was driving there, I saw that the thought that came to me was um, words. Words are so powerful and it can be either positive or negative. Would you know, when I went into the admission area, I saw the... I saw where they said fixed mindset and growth mindset. I, wow, wow. Yeah. I said, wow. So we're leaving here today. We're telling individuals, 
the fixed mindset, that's the negative part that I don't know. I can't, I don't know how to, mm -hmm. and if I didn't, it's too hard. No, we're not leaving here with that. We're no. telling our individuals, our young nurses that if you can, if you have failed, there is hope. Just turn that failure into lessons. And you're going to come from a different angle. You're going to do some research. You're going to ask questions. You're going to get a book, whatever resources you can. And this book, Empowering New Nurses, this book, Nurse, the Guide to Empowering New Nurses in the Delivery of High Quality Care. Yes. It has many, 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 many pearls. It has many nuggets for mm -hmm. you to embrace. You just have to find the one that what is applicable to you. Right. Here right and mm -hmm. so you're going to make this book one of your companions because yeah. there's, there's info, information in there on more than 40 years and guess what we continue to grow we continue to evolve so you use some of the past with the present and you can make it and make it you make it thank you. you thank you dr smith that that's that's a powerful book you have in your hand there because um as new nurses i know it will impact them a whole lot and giving them that empowerment um to know that when they're in the clinical setting, especially because, of course, nursing goes beyond the clinical setting. But when, right. when they're in that clinical setting, there's a guide. There's something. They're not the only one in that position. And knowing that um, some things are expected, right. but how to overcome those barriers, those those um, hurdles, how to get over those hurdles. And that book um, gives a lot of guidelines as to how to navigate your way in the clinical setting. Thank you so much, doctor. Thank you so much, Dr. McGregor, for sharing with us. And I think you have a daughter who is also a nurse. Am I yes. correct? Yes, she is. She all is. right. All right. All right. So this profession continues to grow. And if there's any um, older nurse, you know, it is said, I'm going to end on this, but it is said that nurses eat their young. I've heard that repeatedly. But I must say that there are nurses out there who are so willing to share what they have learned over the years to the young nurses. And therefore, young nurses, we want you to be free to ask questions and have a mentor. That mentor doesn't have to be at your same setting. It's good to have them right there. However, you can ask questions. You can have somebody, a mentor somewhere. Have me. I'm one of them. She's one of them. All right. Absolutely. And we are willing to share with you the knowledge we have gained over the years. So, Without further ado, as we close, I just want to let you know that this book, Nurse, The Guide to Empowering New Nurses, it's on Amazon, okay? It's both in Kindle and paper cover. And I do have some also, if you choose to get it here locally. I just want to say thanks to Dr. McGregor for taking time out of her busy schedule to come and share with our young nurses. What's your last word for your young nurses? Um, Thank you for having me again. And my my last thought to new nurses is that you're in the best profession, a profession where you can help others in their most vulnerable moments and really bring life to someone, literally. So do not be discouraged. Do, do not be afraid because we are there as senior nurses with more experience to guide you along. We are not eating our yams, not at all. We are, not. We we are not. encouraging you to come into the profession. And right now we're going through it. A, a famine of for nurses, right? Um, there's a shortage and people are coming in. But my take on this is that make sure that you love 
one another. And when you love one another, then when you get to nursing, you will be able, it makes it easier to do the best work you can. And thank you so much. Thanks again for having me. Great having you. And to my young nurses, we love you. We want you to just excel because this is the noblest profession you can ever think of. And so be blessed. Keep coming on to this channel. I'm Dr. Miriam Smith, your host. And it's just great having you coming on. Now, what you have to do, what I request of you is to subscribe. Get others, pass this information on, subscribe. After you have subscribed, make a helpful comment. You have been blessed. Help others to be blessed also. So great having you and all the best. As you remember, your responsibility is to render, is to provide high quality care to all patients. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.